0: This ministry has been made available by Kenneth Higgins from a Bible Training Center, Nigeria. So I said, it's not a taking externally. It's not a taking externally. It's a taking internally. It's your heart that takes it. It's your spirit that takes it. And that's essential. That's the reason why the emphasis has to be on the inward man. A cultivating, Brother Hagen has this st- series of teaching: four steps to developing the human spirit. Anything that strengthens. The human spirit. Anything that nurtures the human spirit in truth and in grace. Strengthens your ability to receive that which is spiritual reality. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Notice you are not informing the mountain. You are not discussing with the mountain you are not consulting the mountain you are not asking the mountain how do you feel <laughs> is is moving one of your considerations in the last few years no you are doing work you are doing work let's go back to that isaiah isaiah 55 isaiah 55 So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. 11. That goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return void. That means it will return. But it will not return empty. It will not return unproductive. What will it do? It shall accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in that we wherein I sent it. That means people that will cultivate faith must be people that learn to be discreet with their words. They learn and cultivate the art of setting a watch over their mouth. Learning to do, use your words to do work. It, it's, a whole, it's a whole different experience or a whole different fa- um, section in faith. When you deal with the reality of how then do I communicate with people to tell them what is natural without being weird. The answer to that starts with that illustration of living your life for the audience of one. Once your heart is set on doing things as unto the Lord, doing it for God, there is a place of informing people that you don't put weight on your information. You're not trying to tell them so that they will be your source. You're telling because your heart permits to bring up the issue and you bring it up stating the facts which doesn't mean you negate what you believe. (coughs) You are coughing. Uh, The cough has been lingering for a while but I've prayed about it. Did I communicate to you? Did I express faith after I communicated to you? No. Yes Ah, are you coughing? No, I'm not coughing. I'm the healed. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> are you coughing? I've been coughing for the last two days, but I've already prayed about it. I communicated the fact that there's a reality of what I'm dealing with. But I also communicated the fact. I've dealt with it. It may take time for it to show up. Healing will show up. It will. Why? Whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. So that, that, that place of doubting in the heart is where the, really the challenge is. Because what does it mean to believe with the heart? What does it mean to doubt with the heart? I'll put out one portion of scripture that we're familiar with in 2 Corinthians 4. Because I said something earlier on and I don't want to give the impression that someone runs away with it and takes it out of context. Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter verse 13. We, having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I I believed, and therefore have I we also believe, and therefore, verse 14. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. Notice that apart from the operation of faith, there is a knowing around faith. And I say that to emphasize what I said earlier on. When you say to the mountain. Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart. What don't you doubt in your heart? That what you said took place when you said it. The saying is what did the work of what was said. The faith is the conviction based on what was said. In the spirit realm, everything operates by words. I felt God tell me this a long time ago. Just like you put your trust in your hand to wrap around that device and pick it up, I was sure I was switched off. Forgive me. Just like I naturally put faith in my hands to wrap around the device and pick it up, I thought God say, "I put faith in my words to do exactly what you trust in your hands to do." You are a believing spirit. You are a spirit in the class of God that believes. And what you believe is you use words. You hold words. You hold spiritual tangibility with your heart. You take spiritually. You push back spiritually. You appropriate in here the words Is the substance, is the currency of the spirit realm that does the work. And that is why learning to believe with the heart is learning to believe. He's getting quick. Our desire is to get that quick spiritually. Learning to believe with the heart is learning, this Brother Higgins definition, learning to accept. Accept as truth, spiritual reality, not looking for anything external to validate it. In other words, thank God for the anointing oil. Thank God for anointing with oil. Thank God for the emblem of a cross. Thank God for water baptism. But our faith is not in those physical, natural things. Our faith is the deeper spiritual substance that those natural things physically represent. You're not looking to have oil on your head to believe that you're healed. Why? Because the prophet declared, Who had believed our report? To whom had the Lord, arm of the Lord revealed? He himself carried our diseases and bore our transgressions. That reality was a reality that happened not just really 2,000 years ago. He was the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world. So that truth in the spirit realm was true before he went to the cross. In the spirit realm. We put faith in his goodness to us because before the foundations of the earth, he provided and gave, He was not only omni benevolent to us; he is omni beneficent. And since he's an omniscient, an omnipotent God, he put all of his power. Behind all of his good willingness, <clears throat> Ephesians 1. Ephesians chapter 1. You read this and you just feel like having a party with yourself and the Holy Ghost if there's no one to join. I read it from the message translation, Ephesians chapter 1. From verse 1. I, Paul. I'm under God's plan as an apostle, a special agent of Christ, Jesus, writing to you faithful Christians in Ephesus. I greet you with the grace and peace poured into our lives. Poured into our lives by God our Father and our Master, Jesus Christ. How blessed is God and what a blessing he is. He's the Father of our Master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessings in him. That's not something that's going to happen in the sweet by and by. That is already true about you right now. How blessed is God and what a blessing he is. He's the father of our master Jesus Christ. And really took us to the place of, to high places of his blessings in him, in him. Long before he laid down earth's foundation, He had us in mind and settled on us as the focus of his love. To be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift given by the hands of his beloved son. Because, the sacri- because of the sacrifice of Messiah, his blood poured out on the altar of the cross. were free people. Free of penalties and punishment chucked up by all our misdeeds. And not just barely scraping along free. Either Abundantly free He thought of everything Provided for everything We could possibly ever need Letting us in on the plan He took such delight in making He set it all out in Christ A long range plan In which everything will be brought together and summed up in him, everything in the deepest heaven, everything on planet earth. It is in Christ we find out who we are and what we're living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eyes on us. Had designs on us for glorious living. Part of his overall purpose that he's working out In everything and in everyone. Listen to me. Grace is his grip on you. Faith is our grip on him. But the reality is his grip is stronger than our grip. But that he grips us doesn't mean we must not grip. The more you see of grace... The more you grip of him, grace instructs us to grip. Strong faith comes out of your knowing of him, your knowing of his finished work. You're not trying to get him into the notion of considering the possibility. Of evaluating the likelihood of making it available to you. No sir. No ma. This omnibenevolent God. Has put all of his power behind his willingness. And in Christ has provided everything you will ever need. Long before you showed up to discover you had a need. So what does it mean to believe with the heart? It means... Through experiencing his person in the place of worship, through experiencing his person in the place of meditation and studying of his word, through a yieldedness in obedience to the promptings and impressions, conviction is built. And you're not looking to what your dad said, or your mom said, or what your friend said, or what the economy is saying, of what the job market is saying, of what the trends are saying, of what the social media trends are saying, to act as true, to think and act as true based on what you experienced from being in the presence of God. And that requires a cultivating. It requires a cultivating. Uh, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you see things, this is my last two hours coming up. Um, but my Oga will teach tomorrow. I, I, I will say this. You, for most people, you don't realize, Brother... Brother Tokumba Adejumo was one of my first teachers of the word. In fact, <laughs> I failed in school because of too much zeal in, in, in university. I had to start again. We will gist God's word to long hours of the night consistently. That means almost like three days every week two o'clock we're under the that tree melambi just sharing word sharing word getting visions of what we're working in today but fellowship is spending times of praying in tongues he was one of the first people that taught me the word and till date i make sure i just run things by him not because he's god but because he, he systematically built truth into his spirit mm. systematically he, some of us are a little haphazard about it. He's very mechanical in his building it. Yet, he comes from a depth of relationship with God. I, I, I have seen him, been with him, pray four hours in tongues, being present with him. And much longer. That's the truth. Much longer. I, I, I met someone in the bank today. He said, Why is praying, so, praying, praying one hour so difficult? I said, one, you don't make time for it. Two, you don't create the right place for it. Three, you don't have enough accountability for it. We learned on campus as really teenagers. We're 18, 17. Where we'll just pair up. And we'll just pray two, three hours in tongues. Because we're persuaded, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto man, but unto God. So we'll talk to God Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water And just allow that river flow It's not difficult to pray in time for one hour It's not Just find a partner Find someone and just commit Then take God's word Read that truth Then just act like it's true Let the river flow This is the truth To show you how much he wants to share fellowship with you He gave someone to give you utterance non-stop so you will never get to the place where you want to talk with God and you don't have what to say. Woo! That, that's how much, that's how much your father wants to fellowship with you. So let the rivers flow. Let the rivers flow. Let the rivers flow. Set your heart on him. Set your affection on him. And let the rivers flow. What are we talking about? What does it mean to believe with the heart? Why did I talk about that? Because you're, it's the cultivating. Of spiritual truths in your spirit, like praying in tongues, that makes believing, that makes believing, that makes taking with your heart easier. The more aware you are of your spirit, the more you are aware of the Holy Spirit in your spirit, the more you're yielded to His person. The easier it is to sense spiritual things, to pick. Don't get weird on me because you know people just use that. To just, you know, Did you feel that? We didn't feel anything. Don't get weird. But we're talking based on the authority of God's word. Just you become more astute at taking. Your spirit is a taking spirit. It holds or it rejects. It holds truth Or it rejects lies It embraces love It embraces life And it rejects darkness It rejects unrighteousness Grace teaches us To hold on to truth Grace teaches us To reject unrighteousness And what am I saying It means your ability to take without looking for external support to say, this thing that I'm taking, is it true? You see, when we seek counsel, we are not looking for people to make our convictions true. No. You are looking for people to express what they know of God so that you can take what I have matches what that person says they have. I'm not looking for them to make mine more real. No. Mine was real because of my spending time in prayer. Mine was real because I spent time in the Word. The lights that I thought that God was already strong in me. Then I say, you know, what do you think of this subject in Scripture? Not because I'm wanting them to make it real to me, it's because I'm holding what I'm already holding. Whosoever shall Say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith one of the young men, younger men, I had the opportunity of discipling in the last couple of years, had a wonderful testimony. We met his marriage that failed in the state of Virginia. You're, you actually have to, if you and your wife fight and you say you want to go through the divorce, you have to be physically separated for a one-year space before you can start processing the divorce. And they were separated for one year. They processed the divorce. They completed the divorce. Our paths crossed supernaturally and we started sharing God's word. In sharing the word, he got saved, got water baptized, God filled with the Holy Ghost. We had a regular time every Thursday. We used to meet for prayer for about an hour and a half and about two hours every Thursday. And just growing in God's word, he saw from God's word by building conviction that it was God's will for him to remarry the lady he was separated from. She also had known God and had grown now grown in knowledge of God. They remarried five years to the date of the first time they got married. He started to pursue the call of God and cultivating ministry. He runs a gym and started a, a, an outreach which has a number of Muslims in his group there. And they will come and he will teach from God's word. He currently coaches the world Brazilian jiu-jitsu champion. And he was sharing an experience with me. I taught along these lines long ago to him. Then he was talking about the experience of the last fight. He talked about a week before they had a time of prayer. And he said something that was so consistent with the truth that I'd really gotten away from. He said, Pastor Charles, that time of prayer was so strong. I became so convinced that we were going to win that when we won, that I'd done all my rejoicing before the victory showed up. You know, for people that really walk in faith, the joy comes when you believe and receive. The joy is knowing that I've taken it. Really, that's the beauty of walking with God, is the sense of adventure, of looking at how he's going to walk what you already know. On the inside That's the thrill I got it man of God. I got it It's the thrill of seeing how he will walk out What has been walked in You missed that It's the thrill of seeing How he will Walk out of you What by revelation He has walked into you When the scripture says eye has not seen Ear has not heard The reason eye has not seen it And ear has not heard it Is because it has not entered into the heart Because when your heart receives it Though your physical eyes may be closed On the inside you see it On the inside you know it you hear, you, you're convinced that you've laid hold on it. On the inside. Hence Paul will pray that God will give unto you a spirit of wisdom and revelation. The NIV says, so that you will know him better. Wisdom and revelation is not about money. Wisdom and revelation is not about a new car, a new jet. Wisdom and revelation is always... In the knowledge of Him, what will it produce? The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you will know three things what is the hope of His call on your life? What is the riches of His glorious inheritance in you as a saint? And what is the exceeding greatness of His power that works to us, Word? That same power raised Jesus from the dead. Listen to me. Wealthy people store their wealth in financial instruments, in financial institutions. A wealthy God stores his wealth in saints. You are loaded with God's stuff that you know nothing of yet. Yes. You are loaded with God's stuff that no one knows anything of yet. God has deposited the wealth of his wisdom in you in the person of the Holy Ghost. God has deposited in you the wealth of his grace. His riches of his wisdom is in you. The riches of his kindness is in you. The riches of his patience is in you. And he's waiting for your eyes. see it. For your eyes to receive light. Because when your eyes when your eyes when your eyes see it, when your eyes see it, you take it. When your eyes see it, it, you take it. You seize it. You appropriate it. You take what belongs to you. When grace strengthens you to see Faith takes it. Faith takes it. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be now cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, that those things which he saith, will show up. Notice, when he says it, what he believes is what he said happened. And he starts to expect, he starts to hope that it shall come to pass, but believe that it happened when I said it. I'll, let me read that verse, so that because I've quoted it like 10 times. Let's read it slowly. Mark 11. 23 Mark 11 22 says Have the God kind of faith Have faith in God Operate faith like God operates faith 23 For verily I say unto you That whosoever shall say Unto this mountain Be thou removed And be thou cast into the sea And shall not doubt in his heart But shall believe that those things which he saith Shall come to pass He shall have whatsoever he saith Based on this principle That when I said it What I said said What I said happened Based on that knowing that when I say it in my heart I have taken it with my saying it. My saying it took it in my heart. My words did the words of taking for my spirit in my heart. And I start to expect what I took will show up. What, what I took will show up. There's a young man who plays basketball for the Golden State Warriors. His name is Stephen Curry. One of the things that is ridiculous about Stephen Curry, he's a born again Christian, but more importantly, he's the best shooter on the planet. If you just Google it, he has some shots. It's bad enough that you're, you need to be close to shoot. But he shoots three-point shots. That is from outside the arc. There are some shots that he's so far away that when he releases it, he turns back and he starts rejoicing. (laughs) You you need to go, you need to Google Stephen Curry. It will, it will amaze you. He he releases it from dangerously far. And once he releases it, he just starts to go. In fact, there was one in which one of his teammates passed the ball to him and started rejoicing. He hasn't (laughs) taken the shot, but he's so convinced He won't miss it. This is what we're saying. You have to develop faith. Put faith. Don't get me wrong. Our faith is in him. But he expects us to operate faith like he operates faith. And to operate faith like he operates faith, we say and believe that Words that were said out of my spirit because of fellowship with my Father, because of knowing who I am in Christ, and because of a yieldedness to the Spirit, words that were spoken in faith, did the work of faith And I can go rejoicing because it's a matter of time. That is why for the believing one, When it happens, it's never really an issue. You know it will happen. But what do you do in the process while you're waiting? Just keep fellowshipping with God and enjoying Him. Once you become preoccupied with this happening, you're not believing with the heart. You're starting to look for evidence. Ah, the showing up is not the evidence that you received it the receiving it based on God's word is the evidence that you received it let's look at a few scriptures let's look at a, scrip- a few scriptures Luke 11 this is talking about the Holy Ghost but there's a truth here that will corroborate and you start to see it all through scripture Luke 11 Luke eleven. Verse nine. And I say unto you, Luke eleven, nine. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock. And it shall be open to you. Here we go. Verse ten. For everyone that asketh, everyone that asketh, everyone, my God, someone's getting it. You see, your asking is what takes. you're asking the using of your words to ask is what actually does the taking everyone that asks it receives is it possible for you to receive it then drop it is it possible for you to take it then drop it what can cause you to drop it once you start looking externally To find out if you. Once you start looking for external evidence. To make sure you actually. What you received in the spirit. The reality of what you will receive. Is not validated externally. In time it will show up. But you are taking it. In the asking Is the evidence that you received it Your taking it Is the Conviction Faith is the Substance Faith is the Conviction Of things hoped for The conviction That taking is what faith is that holding is what faith in. Holding externally. No. 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 Holding because you put deposits. No. Holding because on the inside you took it. Your words took it. Like Jesus operated faith, you operate faith. You take it. Everyone that asks it, Everyone that asked it, let's look at another familiar scripture, James and chapter four. This is important. From whence cometh from verse one? From whence cometh wars and fighting amongst you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts that were in your members? Ye lost, the word lost there is, you have strong desires. You have strong desires, notice this, but you don't have. That you have strong desires doesn't mean you got it. Ye kill and desire to have, I love this phrase, but you cannot obtain you see that's the reason why for those of us that are persuaded about walking in faith we can't walk in strife you can't walk in bitterness and anger because your spirit is a taking spirit once your spirit becomes preoccupied with taking offense and taking anger and taking bitterness, you can't hold that which is provided by grace because what you're pro- taking is that which is provided by death. You're holding death, you're holding bitterness, you're holding anger, you're holding resentment, you're holding on forgiveness. The hand that holds on forgiveness cannot hold grace. Look at it, it says. You, de- you, you have strong desires and ye kill. Ye de- des- desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet ye have not because ye ask not. My God. I hope someone saw that. Yes, sir. Yet ye have not. Because you ask not Because your asking Is your Taking The use of your words With God Is what takes from him Remember how you got saved But as many as Come on let's turn there John chapter 1 We'll come back here John Chapter 1 Verse 12. He came unto his own. And his own. His own. His own. They did not take it. They did not take him. But as many as. As many as. To them he became. To become. Even on them that believed on his. Even your salvation came by taking. Listen. It's not the confession of your sins that saved you. It's the confession of Jesus as Savior. And as the Lord of your life that saved you from the power of sin. Two things there. Saving you From the consequences of sin. But actually breaking the influence and power of sin from your life. And that was accessed by faith. Using words from the... That was said by faith. Believing. I confess you as Lord. I put faith in your sacrifice on the cross. That when you went to hell, you went to hell for me. That when you died on the cross, you took my shame. If I be lifted up, I will will suck all of humanity's sin unto me. So I confess that he is my savior. That he was made sin for my sin. Let's go back to James. James and chapter 4. Did I close that? Yes, yes I did. James chapter four. and chapter 4. He says, the end, yet ye have not because no, 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 end of verse 2. Yet ye have not because ye ask not Verse 3. Ye ask and receive not. Because ye ask amiss that ye might consume on your strong desires. Notice what he's saying. You, you see, we focus on that asking amiss because you're thinking of the desires. What he's saying there is your Taking which you're receiving did not become the focus of your taking. Why? Because your strong desires are still controlling you. Your strong desires is still the focal point of your life. The way we receive is through our asking. It's our words that take it. Uh, This is a good point because of the way we emphasize faith. This is why I did all that I did before we started. Because there's something about that message of faith and the doctrine of faith that is so absolutely true, you can run to an extreme with it. We have seen men run with extremes with it. Brother Hagen used to say, the fact that you can receive it through faith doesn't mean you should ask for it. There's a covetousness that has littered our land because we have made this faith thing about stuff. Where it just becomes about obsessive, just in... Inordinate ambition, just raw fleshly ambition to be the biggest, fastest, all the ests that come. (laughs) That you can buy it doesn't mean faith buys it. Mm -hmm. That your faith can get it doesn't mean you should take it. In fact, I always say this be careful about your desires watch the things that you want because you just might get it and it might not be god's will we'll take a 20 minute break for more information and inquiries please visit our website www.remanigeria.com or you can reach us on 08100163948 08100163948 or 08076576163